0: Book of Ezekiel, starting in chapter 39. We are on a our first real fam- long, long family road trip, and so we are all in the family. But the kids have assured me they're going to be nice and quiet for this. Uh, in the last recording, we saw um, the enemies of God's people raising up against them, and then God uh, smiting them. In order to restore and bless God's people and now we take a turn into some some pretty incredible things and so let's get into it so first of all he gives us the date again it's the 25th year of the exile so he started uh, the book in the fifth year of the exile so 20 years have passed since he started giving these prophecies and writings and, and teachings it's been 14 years since Jerusalem was taken And the Lord took him in the spirit to Jerusalem, and he saw, he saw something like the city of Jerusalem before him, and he saw a man whose appearance was like the appearance of bronze with a line of flax and a measuring rod in his hand, and he was standing in the gateway. The man said to him, Son of man, see with your eyes, hear with your ears, and give attention to all that I'm going to show you. For you have been brought here in order to show it to you. Declare to the house of Israel all that you see. So he's going to show him a vision of what is to come uh, for his people. And he begins to describe a futuristic temple. Now the temple has just been destroyed. And, and I'm not going to go into all the details of the temple. He gives incredibly uh, detailed uh, blueprint of this future temple that is to be. It's bigger and grander than the temple used to be. And uh, it, it's this just visionary temple that's different than the temple that God showed, either the tabernacle that God showed Moses or the temple that David and Solomon built. And so he... he you know he gives tremendous detail so if this temple and and, you know he describes the outer courts there's lots of pillars there's lots of gates there's lots of palm trees carved in it the inner courts similarly there's steps up there's more steps in this temple than there was in the actual temple um and in the inner court we see a place for sacrifices and if we consider that this temple has never been built you might think well someday there's going to be this grand temple but if we understand that God intends for his people to be living stones in a temple made up of mankind then you see that really this is a picture even if there is someday a temple built on the temple mount far more important is that he have a people that is a temple and then if we have outer courts and inner courts what is it it's people that sacrifice themselves more completely unto the lord that they enter into his inner sanctuary and walk with him more closely more completely they they've died to themselves so they take on his nature his wisdom his love his power and authority in order to be his blessing in the world I'm going to pick up in 45. He said, He said to me, This is the chamber which faces toward the south, intended for the priests who keep charge of the temple. But the chamber which faces toward the north is for the priests who keep charge of the altar. These are the sons of Zadok, who from the sons of Levi come near to the Lord to minister to him. He measured this court, a perfect square, 100 cubits long and 100 cubits wide, and the altar was in front of the temple. Then he brought me to the porch of the temple and measured each side of the porch, five cubits on each side, and the width of the gate was three cubits on each side. The length of the porch was 25 cubits and the width 11 cubits, and at the stairway by which it was ascended were columns belonging to the side pillars, one on each side. So the sons of Zadok, it is thought by many, and it makes sense to me, that the word Sadducee comes from the sons of Zadok Zadok was one of the two main priests of David, I think Abiathar was the other one, and Abiathar went with was it Absalom, whichever one of his sons kind of declared himself king in uh, instead of waiting and letting David decide, and then David um, declared Solomon king, and Zadok stayed loyal to David and so in that loyalty to the way of God, to the order of God, uh, he's blessed here and his sons are, are the, the lineage of Aaron that retains the high priesthood. And so you see that in the Sadducees being the high priest in the time of Jesus, um, that that said what's more important here is a picture of the sun so so who are zadok who is aaron aaron is a line of the levites who is zadok zadok is a line of the aaronites the priest so it it's a it's a remnant within a people it's a small holy sanctified people that gives everything to the lord that's loyal to the lord above everything in the world Everything even in their own flesh, so that they take up his you know the his priestly duties to uh, minister straight to God himself, and then thus are ministers of God to the people and then we're on to chapter forty one I forgot to mention the singers uh, in the last chapter, which which are w- implies worshiping the Lord in the inner sanctuary. And then in 41, we see a, a description of the Holy of Holies. And here we see similar things, but we see that they're, again, palm trees, and this time we have cherubim. And the cherubim here are two-faced cherubim, a man's face and a lion's face. So the cherubs, or the cherubim, uh, symbolize the... The presence of God. They're the guardians of God and the way to God. And inside this inner in our sanctuary we see a table For the Lord It just I, I'm, I'm not saying the scripture says this I just had an interesting thought occur to me That in order to come into this inner place We have to make a sacrifice Of our own lives We have to be living sacrifices We have to, just like Isaac uh, Place ourselves on the altar For the Lord But in so doing He invites us to his banquet table And he shares with us The choicest of his food this is beautiful beautiful unity picture and then we're on to chapter 42 as i read on i get to some verses that are kind of similar to what i just shared starting in 13 then he said to me the north chambers and the south chambers which are opposite the separate area they are the holy chambers where the priests who are near to the lord shall eat the most holy things there they shall lay the most holy things the grain offering the sin offering and the guilt offering for the place is holy when the priests enter then they shall not go out into the outer court from the sanctuary without laying there their garments in which they minister for they are holy they shall put on other garments then they shall approach that which is for the people so it it talks about this this change going into the lord's presence and and changing the more holy attire in order to even enter into that place uh, a, a true setting apart and their purpose is to come then out and minister to the people but there's a difference in that and around it all is a wall to divide between the holy and the profane and then we're on to chapter 43 then he led me to the gate the gate facing toward the east and behold the glory of the god of israel was coming from the way of the east and his voice was like the sound of many waters and the earth shone with his glory and it was like the appearance of the vision which i saw like the vision which i saw when he came to destroy the city and the visions were like the vision were like the vision which I saw by the river Chebar and I fell on my face and the glory of the Lord came into the house by the way of the gate facing toward the east and the spirit lifted me up and brought me into the inner court and behold the glory of the Lord filled the house so you see here a picture that early on in his ministry he saw the glory of the Lord leaving or having left Jerusalem the temple of the Lord and going where the people were out in Babylon and the temple being a part of the destruction or or the glory of the Lord being a part of the destruction of the old temple now you see this new temple which again is representative of the people of God those who give themselves to him who enter in by the blood of Jesus actually being filled with the very glory of God that used to fill the temple the, 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 the temple in Jerusalem God says, Son of man, this is the place of my throne and the place of the soles of my feet, where I will dwell among the sons of Israel forever. And the house of Israel will not again defile my holy name, neither they nor their kings by their harlotry and by the corpses of their kings when they die, by setting their threshold by my threshold and their doorpost beside my doorpost." With only the wall between me and them and they have defiled my holy name by their abominations which they have committed so i've consumed them in my anger now let them put away their harlotry and the corpses of their kings far from me and i will dwell among them forever as for you son of man describe the temple to the house of israel that they may be ashamed of their iniquities and let them measure the plan so there's this picture of god purifying his people so that he can have a pure temple where the fullness of his glory reigns in a people of God on the earth as originally intended with Adam and Eve. Verse 12 says, This is the law of the house. Its entire area on the top of the mountain all around shall be most holy. Behold, this is the law of the house. So what is that mountain? Well, they called it Mount Zion back in the day. We know from Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 12. That we, and coming into being a part of this holy temple, when we approach the presence of God, we are ascending a spiritual Mount Zion. And the altar for sacrificing is, is described in greater detail. Now this is the sender, it's, it's not the Ark of the Covenant anymore. The people approaching the altar so to sacrifice in themselves contain the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God in 18 he says and he said to me son of man thus says the lord god these are the statutes for the altar on the day it is built to offer burnt offerings on it and to sprinkle blood on it you shall give it to the levitical priests who are from the offspring of zadok who draw near to me to minister to me? Declares the Lord, a young bull for a sin offering. You shall take some of its blood and put it on the four horns and on the four corners of the ledge and on the border round about. Thus you shall cleanse it and make atonement for it. You shall also take the bull for the sin offering and it shall be burned in the appointed place of the house outside the sanctuary. And he gives detailed instructions on the animal sacrifices for the burnt offerings and the sin offerings, and he's talking about uh, an atonement. Like the Day of Atonement, the holiest of days in the Mosaic Law. But he's ch- completely changing up Mosaic Law. So he's showing a picture of a new priesthood, a new way, a new way of serving the Lord. That's still honoring the old way because much is the same. But the but many differences. So moving with the Spirit of the Lord in what he's doing versus the written letter uh, from long ago honoring that going according to the spirit of that law but moving where the lord is going and then we go to chapter 44. in verse 2 the lord said to me this gate shall be shut it shall not be opened and no one shall enter by it for the lord god of israel has entered by it therefore it shall be shut As for the prince he shall sit in it as prince to eat bread before the lord he shall enter by the way of the porch of the gate and shall go out by the same way so you see this this east gate has been shut because the lord has entered and he will not leave and a prince who's a prince the son of a king so the sons of god eating bread before the lord and i looked and behold the glory of the lord filled the house of the lord and i fell on my face And then again, he has a a strong word for Ezekiel to give to the people, or to Mark, that uh, along with this, those rebellious ones, those who are for their own flesh, uncircumcised heart, uncircumcised flesh, uh, that look to profane his house, the Lord's house, offer the wrong kind of sacrifices, that these he, the Lord God is against no foreigner may enter his sanctuary so a foreigner is someone who's not of God and for God now verse 10 he deals with the the Levites remember the the Sadducees or the sons of Zadok have come close into the inner area the Levites are outside of this area he says but the Levites who went far from me who went who went Israel went astray who went astray from me after these idols shall bear the punishment for their iniquity yet they shall be ministers in my sanctuary having oversight of the gates of the house and ministering in the house they shall slaughter the burnt offering and sacrifice for the people and they shall stand before them to minister to them so this rep they represent the people of god who kind of went astray with the way of the world and and didn't repent right away when they became clear but when things became clear enough and he brought an end to the old system they came back to him and he um you know they have a position they have a place in his kingdom and then reading on he basically says i'm going to let them come back to me but because they went astray they're not serving in the closest place to me and then 15 he switches to the sons of zadok who kept charge of my sanctuary when the sons of Israel went astray from me shall come near to me to minister to me and they shall stand before me to offer me the fat and the blood they shall enter my sanctuary they shall come near to my table to minister to me and to keep my charge it shall be that when they enter at the gates of the inner court they shall be clothed with linen garments and wool shall not be on them while they are ministering in the gates of the inner court and in the house linen turban shall be on their heads and the undergarments shall be on their loins. They shall not gird themselves with anything which makes them sweat. So they are to wear special clothing to show, this shows the righteousness that they walk in and the sanctity of walking and serving before the Lord. And it's interesting, nothing that makes them sweat. When Adam was kicked out of the garden, he had to work by the sweat of his brow. Well here now that these people have stayed true to them, he's coming they're coming into the closeness of God and are not permitted to sweat because the Lord is theirs and they are the Lord's and he will take care of every need. And he gives many other examples to show how they are to be holy and set apart and righteous for the Lord and that that then they will teach the people the difference between the holy and the profane and cause them to discern between the unclean and the clean in a dispute they shall take their stand to judge and they shall judge according to his ordinances so they know his law they have his law in their hearts they have the mind of christ in order to judge and keep his laws his his appointed feast his sabbaths those things that are holy unto the lord much of this is similar to the law of moses and yet it's it's unique he's doing a new thing it's a new day 28. And it shall be with regard to an inheritance for them that I am their inheritance. And you shall give them no possession in Israel. I am their possession. They shall eat the grain offerings, the sin offering, the guilt offering, and every devoted thing in Israel shall be theirs. The first of all, the first fruit of every kind, and every contribution of every kind, from all your contributions, shall so be for the priest. You shall also give to the priest the first of your dough, to cause a blessing to rest on your house. The priest shall not eat any bird or beast that has died a natural death or has been torn to pieces. So he's saying, these are mine, I will, but as the people worship the Lord, I will take care of my own. And that uh, a blessing, just as Jesus said, um, if you you know you receive a prophet, you get a prophet's blessing. You so you bless those of the Lord, you are blessed from it. And uh, well, I think the next next uh, audio should be the end of Ezekiel. But for now, we are done. God bless you. Y'all want to say goodbye? God bless you. Bye, bella Jump in there. No. <laughs> okay. Bye, bye.